Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Satya Laud and uh, Jean-Claude Harrell. They're both with the uh, power group at Renaissance, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, drivers, motor drivers, gate drivers, and especially the uh, automotive space, because there's a lot going on in that space. Isn't that right, Satya? Isn't that right, Jean-Claude? Welcome to the show. Yes. Um, Hi, Alex. Thank you very much for the introduction, and uh, that is absolutely right. Um, there is a lot of um, new. Uh, there is a lot of activity going on in the application in, in this application space, and um, the I think um, the especially the great driver part of it has often been um, kept on the sidelines, and the discussion has always focused on the IGBTs, for example. But now I think um, there is a realization that uh, gate drivers are also a very key element, and it's important to have. Um, very um, cutting-edge gate drivers that are able to take advantage of the IGPTs. So I agree I think, completely. So I think this well, is a good point in time. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. No, I, I agree completely because every, you're right. Everybody has been focusing on the IGPTs and on the work to be done and forgetting you, you still got to steer, right? Absolutely, yep. So you have to have uh, a very uh, effective, uh, robust, and um, easy uh, means to drive the IGBTs. And I think that is what um, this product is all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some of the challenges? I mean, obviously, IGBTs have been around a long time, and gate drivers have been around a long time. What are some of the things that have happened lately that have really started pushing it? So I think uh, more uh, recently, um, uh, there has been a very strong uh, push towards having uh, more robust gate drivers. Uh, given that uh, the one of the applications is um, automotive uh, electric vehicle inverters, uh, it is uh, essential that the gate driver be able to withstand very severe conditions in terms of um, switching noise and um, having a very high level of isolation, uh, galvanic isolation between the controller and the inverter uh, is essential. So that isolation is actually what is provided in the gate driver. So it becomes very crucial for the gate driver to essentially uh, maintain integrity of the signals that are transferred from the controller to the IGBT and from the IGBT back to the controller um, so that uh, everything is um, as per uh, the control loop. Interesting, because I would have thought that efficiency was a big push as well. Is it that efficiency isn't that important, or is that the other attributes are so much more important? So efficiency is definitely very important, and efficiency uh, boils down to how um, strong the gate driver is, um, in effect, it means how much uh, current can be delivered to the uh, gate of the IGBT. Um, and uh, the stronger the gate driver, which means the more charge it can deliver to the gate in a given time, uh, the better it is. And these drivers are very robust. Um, if you look at the uh, internal um, impedances of the gate driver, you will find that they are very low uh, in the one ohm or less range. 
And what that means is that the peak currents that can be delivered to the gates of the IGBTs are very substantial, upwards of 10 amps or so. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that is uh, definitely part of the value proposition. Um, and, you know, the stronger the gate driver, the faster the IGBT can be switched on and off, which means the lower the switching losses. But at the same time, I think it's equally important to ensure that the, that the gate driver be robust enough to withstand uh, abnormal conditions, for example, a short circuit event or a high switching DVDT event. So I think this driver is really able to um, do uh, essentially deliver on both these fronts. Mm-hmm. Especially when you start thinking about that, because automotive, I've, I've always been one that uh, believes that automotive should be almost identical to mil-spec, because I've, in some cases I think automotive can be harsher, but, you know, that's just me. But uh, it, it, it is important when you think about that whole aspect, especially with these uh, electric vehicles. But then it really becomes, uh, as you were saying, a robustness and a performance issue because these are high-reliability systems, right? You know, your car goes out in the middle of nowhere. You can't just say, I got a bad driver. Absolutely. So um, I think uh, you know, performance and robustness, uh, to my mind, go hand in hand. And um, so, for example, if you look at the IGBT themselves, IGBTs are designed ground up to be high performance, which means relatively low losses. But at the same time, they are designed to be very robust in terms of withstanding um, high voltage surges, uh, high current events like short circuit events. So mm-hmm. uh, to, to match the uh, features of the IGBTs, which is high performance and robustness, the driver also has to be equally high performance and robust. And uh, if you look at, for example, some of the uh, specifications um, in, of these drivers, you'll find that they are very immune to um, high uh, DVDT event. Uh, at the same time, you'll find that they are very um, strong and robust enough to drive IGBT gates, uh, large IGBT gates, uh, with sufficiently fast um, uh, DVDT rise and fall times. So I think these, this driver actually combines... Um, or has both of these elements. Got it, got it. Well, as, and as you pointed out, that's all very critical. Now, what are some of the what are some of the challenges in implementing this solution? I mean, it's it's not just like you slap it into the vehicle. You're gonna you need some support. I guess you guys provide engineering support. You have to really have an idea of what the, the application space and the requirements of your customer are. It's it, it, it's it's a a, a very uh, specific design in. It's not like something you just pull, you know, and just slap whatever is handy in, correct? That is that is quite correct. Um, these drivers do require a significant amount of um, uh, data uh, for the designer to be able to design them and make use of them effectively. So we do provide a very detailed, highly characterized data sheet. Um, and I will, at this point, maybe let Jean-Claude uh, add a little more uh, on the um, on the support structure for these drivers. Um, he, yeah, this is Jean-Claude talking. So, um, yeah, regarding the design, when you design with, with IGBTs, and, and, and one comment I would like to, to make, it's um, basically we, we see the beginning of the era of uh, high-power uh, electronics, especially in automotive, with a lot of, uh, lot of uh, cars design started and a lot of electric car being on the street now. So, um, you know, of course, the propulsion is made through an electric motor. So, immediately, uh, the, the question of 
uh, power uh, go to LGBT, and then the second question is about drivers. So mm-hmm. there is a plethora, it's a plethora of offering in terms of you know, drivers. And, but when you look at them on a design perspective, uh, to all this offering um, across the market, um, not a lot of them fulfill the uh, entire uh, list of requirement or um, uh, wish list that the designer will have um, uh, for um, designing this kind of inverter. So why is it like that? Well, probably because this is something that is very dynamic. So we, we start to see bigger and bigger high-GBT capability per device, uh, 200 hands, 300 hands, 400 hands, and going on. It's a race in, in between the major companies to develop your IG, your IGBT, which immediately impact the, what the driver is going to be, what the driver capability is going to be, how many GBTs can drive, uh, what it's, um, uh, the technical spec of the, 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 the driver, and so on. So this is dynamic. So um, we're, we are now on a, on a, on a dynamic um, um, uh, field of the, the things growing and developing. So uh, we see more and more of uh, of uh, uh, offering, especially on the on the on the, on the driver side. So um, this is entirely depending on what your end application is going to be. So probably what the amount of power you want to be uh, uh, you want to be controlling. Uh, for your inverter, how many IGBT you have, what's the configuration, and, and, and so on. So all those parameters eventually um, uh, are to be taken in consideration to, uh, when, when, when you design. And, uh, Got it. And, and of course, there it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot that's provided by the, by, by the, by the manufacturer. So um, uh, a lot of help and support, and Renaissance is, uh, is good at that, very good at that. Uh, but as well, he has to do with, uh, with the designer experience as well, designing an ecosystem. Got it. Now, I have a quick question. What about, sure. the, uh, what about advanced materials? What happens, is, it, is, there much of a, is, there, is there much of a difference at the driver side when it comes to, say, for example, a silicon carbide IGBT? Satya, maybe? Um, yeah, I can maybe provide my two cents, and then maybe Jacques-Claude can also elaborate. So basically what happens is um, a driver, uh, and any driver for that matter, is designed to deliver charge into a capacitive um, gate. Now, right. a silicon carbide, um, either MOSFET or IGBT, or a silicon IGBT, they generally have an isolated gate structure. And what that means is they have a capacitive, they they essentially present a capacitive load to the gate driver. Now, the requirements are a little different sometimes when it comes to the specific device. So, for example, for silicon carbide uh, MOSFETs, for example, from what I've seen, they do require a higher level of um, amplitude. So, for example, an IGPT can saturate at about 15 or maybe 16 volts with respect to the emitter. For a silicon carbide uh, MOSFET, for example, they do recommend at least 18 or 20 volts. Um, so as long as the driver um, output um, uh, can essentially switch up to 20 volts positive or uh, you know 10 volts negative, 
it should be able to drive either a silicon device or a silicon carbide device. And, and that is my understanding. Excellent. Well, yeah, the, I'll, uh, I'll let you ask about the last as well. Please. Jean-Claude? Jean -Claude? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I think I, I, I cut off briefly. Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, driving those devices, silicon carbide, uh, so we start to see some. Uh, this is uh, this is going as well. Um, as uh, uh, Satya pointed, uh, as long as um, the driver uh, see uh, or can can see the same uh, or um, similar characteristic of uh, of the device or the power device is driving, uh, yeah, you should be fine. There you go. That's a very good point. Now I'm glad uh, that you know. I just wanted to ask that question because. Um, Ironically, for all of the you know number of engineers out there in the space, there when it comes to some of the things like uh, next generation uh, materials and such, there are still a lot of catching up. Some of us need to do, myself included. Sure. Yes, I think there is a lot of. Uh, I mean, there are some nuances that have to be uh, looked at a little more carefully. Uh, for example, I mentioned that uh, you might need to have a higher amplitude swing on the gate drive signal. Um, Another nuance could be the amount of uh, charge uh, delivery and the profile of that delivery is a little different. For example, IGBTs have a relatively gentler profile, uh, whereas a MOSFET has a much sharper, steeper profile. So um, the there would be some adjustment required in terms of the gate drive circuit impedance. So, right. But all of those... There's nothing beyond those, what you guys uh, can provide. Right, so all of those, you know, are design-related and device-related, and certainly we can, you know, help um, uh, provide inputs and guidance to the designer uh, wherever needed. Excellent. So, um, unfortunately, I wish I could talk longer about this, but we can't. But I always offer my uh, interviewees an opportunity to uh, leave a final thought with the audience. Um, Satya, why don't, you, why don't you leave us with like a final thought on this whole thing, some uh, final advice, a little tip, some information for our audience before we close out the episode. Um, sure, sure, I can. Uh, so my, so my um, I think, uh, view is um, that for a long time, uh, you know, IGBTs, uh, I guess I would say the, uh, in general, power devices have been the subject and focus of very intense R&D effort. Uh, over the last uh, over three decades, um, and not much really has been happening, uh, if I can say that, in the in, um, I guess in the space of gate drivers. So we've had traditionally non-isolated gate drivers, um, or sometimes these are just plain ICs uh, with some sort of a junction isolation, and we've had, for example, optically isolated um, gate drive uh, solutions, but embedded, uh, magnetically isolated. Uh, gate drivers have been very uh, rare or, or unique in that sense. And um, there is a lot of advantage to be had when you have the isolation embedded inside the gate driver itself. And I think that is really the, the key value proposition of um, these kinds of gate drivers. So you not only get the robustness, the, um, the level shifting, but also the isolation uh, embedded in one chip. So that's uh, my um, that's my value. I guess that's the value proposition, I would think. <laughs> and um, the, the website is just uh, renaissance.com, or is there any the other deep dive page for the audience? 
Uh, there is a uh, section on the Renaissance website, um, which is under the automotive application section. Uh, so there is a link um, provided to the uh, to the data sheets. Uh, at this time, there is a preliminary data sheet on one of the two drivers that we plan to release, and um, the second uh, driver, which is a variation of the first driver. Uh, we expect to have a data sheet on the website in the next few months. Excellent, excellent. Well, Satya, Jean-Claude, I'm really glad you came on the show today because, as I said before, you know, the nuts and bolts of all of this are also important and uh, the drivers are as important, if not more important sometimes, than the devices they're driving because if you're not driving them, they're not working, are they? True, that's yeah, true. That's all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a correct statement. <laughs> So thank you yeah, for coming on this really, show. I, I think, really appreciate you know, it, it. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that everything is basically one system, so I think the drivers are one key element of that system. Right. Well, chain, you know, the, whole, the old story about the chain and its weakest link, the driver is Absolutely. definitely a vital link in that chain. Absolutely. So, thanks yeah. again, gents, and I'm um, glad right. to have you on the show. Thank you very thank much. You, Alex. Thank you. Oh, thank pleasure's you. mine. And I'd like to thank all of you out there in the audience for taking the time to listen to us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.